you unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension, a dimension of sound, a dimension of sight, a dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into the ghost talk zone. This is Ghost Talk. Welcome to Ghost Talk. I am your ghost host, Paul Rusnak. Get ready as I take you on a journey of unexplained stories, dealing with the paranormal, supernatural, out-of-body experiences, near-death experiences, ghosts, medians, legends, UFOs, folklore, and more. Bowdoin Moor, on the west side of the Eldon Hills, has always been a place of mystery and magic. Stories of witches, seers, and prophecies are woven into the fabric of the land. But even in the present day, there are those who believe that there is still strange and powerful magic waiting to be discovered deep in the hills. And perhaps the story of Kenobi Dick, a horse trader who met a strange and terrifying fate, is proof of that. Bodenmoor on the west side of the Alden Hills is rich in magic and mystery. It was once a meeting place for witches and also where, many years ago, a famous seer called Thomas the Rhymer made his prophecies, many of which have already come true. And, as this story suggests, in the deepest hills, there may still be strange magic waiting to be freed. A long time ago in the Borders region there lived a horse trader called Kenobi Dick. He was both admired and feared for his bold courage and rash temper. One evening, he was riding over Bowdoin Moor on the west side of the Alden Hills. It was very late and the moon was already high in the night sky. He had been to market but trade that day had been poor and he had with him a pair of horses, which he had not been able to sell. Suddenly, he saw ahead of him on the moonlit road, a stranger. The stranger was dressed in a fashion that had not been seen for many centuries. The stranger politely asked the price of the horses. Now Kenobi Dick liked to bargain, and was not worried by the strange man's looks. Why, he would have sold his horses to the devil himself, and cheated him as well, given half a chance. They agreed a price which the stranger promptly paid. The only puzzle was that the gold coins he used to pay were as ancient as his dress. They were in the shape of unicorns and bonnet pieces, Scottish coins from 1400s and 1500s. However, Canobi Dick shrugged his shoulders. Gold was gold. He smiled to himself, thinking that he would get a better bargain for the coins than the stranger had got for the horses. When the stranger asked if he could meet him again at the same place, Canobi Dick was happy to agree. But the stranger had one condition, that he should always come by night and always alone. After several more meetings, Canobi Dick became curious to learn more about his secret buyer. He suggested that dry bargains were unlucky bargains and that they should seal the business with a drink at the buyer's home. You may see my dwelling if you wish, said the stranger, but if you lose courage at what you see there, you will regret it all your life. Canobi Dick was scornful of the warning, 
After all he was well known for his courage and the stranger seemed harmless enough. The stranger led the way along a narrow footpath, which led into the hills between the southern and central peaks to a place called the Lutken Hare. Kanobi Dick followed but was amazed to see an enormous entrance into the hillside. He knew the area well but had never seen before such an opening or heard any mention of it. They dismounted and tethered their horses. His guide stopped and fixed his gaze on Kanobi Dick. You may still return, he said. Not wanting to be seen as a coward, Kanobi Dick shook his head, squared his shoulders and followed the man along the passage into a great hall cut out of the rock. As they walked, they passed many rows of stables. In every stall there was a coal-black horse, and by every horse lay a knight in jet-black armor, with a drawn sword in each hand. They were as still as stone, as if they had been carved from marble. In the great hall were many burning torches. But their fiery light only made the hall more gloomy. There was a strange stillness in the air, like a hot day before a storm. At last they arrived at the far end of the hall. On an antique oak table lay a sword, still sheathed, and a horn. The stranger revealed that he was Thomas of Ursuldoon, Thomas the Rhymer, the famous prophet who had disappeared many centuries ago. Turning to Kanobi Dick he said, it is foretold that. He that sounds the horn and draws that sword, shall, if his heart fails him not, be king over all broad Britain. But all depends on courage, and whether the sword or horn is taken first. So speaks the tongue that cannot lie. The stillness of the air felt heavy. Kanobi Dick wanted to take the sword but he was struck by a supernatural terror, such as he had never felt before. What, he thought, would happen if he drew the sword, would such a daring act annoy the powers of the mountain? Instead he took the horn and with trembling hands put it to his lips. He let out a feeble blast that echoed around the hall. It produced a terrible answer. Thunder rolled and with a cry and a clash of armor the knights arose from their slumber and the horses snorted and tossed their manes. A dreadful army rose before him. Terrified, Kanobi Dick snatched the sword and tried to free it from its scabbard, sheath. At this a voice boomed. Woe to the coward, that ever he was born. Who did not draw the sword before he blew the horn. Then he heard the fury of a great whirlwind as he was lifted from his feet and blasted from the cavern. He tumbled down steep banks of stones until he hit the ground. Kanobi Dick was found the next morning by local shepherds. He had just enough trembling breath to tell his fearful tale, before he died. As for the passage into the hill, it was never found. Deep, deep in the hillside that terrible army still sleeps in readiness to be awakened once more should anyone brave enough to command such a powerful force find a way into that magical underworld cavern. Despite the passing of many years, the legend of Kenobi Dick and the Luck and Hare still lives on in the border regions. Some say that on a dark and stormy night, you can hear the sound of a horn blowing in the distance, and the clash of armor, and the whining of the horses. And it is said that those who venture too close to the Elden Hills may feel a chill in the air 
and an unexplainable sense of dread. But whether the legend is true or not, the magic of Bowden Moore and the mystery of the luck and hair will continue to captivate the imaginations of those who hear the tale. That's all we have for this evening. This is your ghost host, Paul Rusnak, wishing you pleasant dreams. Thank you.